0: condon ken miller trent condon miller and condon on 1460 kxno and
1: now on 106.3 fm all right good morning everybody welcome It's Miller and Condon on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, midway through September. And back to the NFL tonight as the Chargers and the Chiefs will collide. BMW Des Moines guest list. Uh, looks like this. We're going to talk NFL to begin the program. We will uh, catch up with Nick Athan, whose plane just landed at uh, Kansas. Is it Kansas Municipal Airport? What's the name of it? I don't think it's a municipal anymore. I don't know what it is. Anyways, just. If landed. we got an international, don't
2: they have to have an international?
1: <laughs> well, Trench, that's a good point. You know, Des Moines is seemingly a little bit of. No, we're not. Uh, but uh, but wherever. He's on the ground, so he's, uh, he will join us here in 25 minutes to get his take on tonight's game. Uh, Dave Syndicate is the head cheese.com although he's moved sites. Did you see that? I wonder if he's been purchased. Zone Coverage uh, is the uh, new home uh, for uh, Sinican's blog and uh, he's He's a good writer. He's yeah. he's really talented. And I think he's um he got he's kinda of changed his writing style. Anyways, Dave could on the Packers and the Bears. That is, after all, Sunday night football. Then Lee Sterling will join us ten minutes before eleven. Uh he's got a five pack a game that he will opine on and then his play of the week. Uh so Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports coming up here at ten fifty. Uh eleven oh five on Thursdays. They are set aside for our friends over in Nebraska and the Husker fans in the listening audience. Stephen Sipple, online on3media.com he will join us uh, at 11.05 we will talk about the uh, week uh, the last five days or so uh, with Sip as um, they have a new head man on the sidelines for this Saturday game against Oklahoma some of the uh, rumored replacements some of the targets we'll pick Sip's brain on that uh, coming up at 11.05 and then David Kaplan wraps things up Cappy uh, will join us each and every Thursday during the NFL season as his time slot uh, on Wednesday mitch holtis takes over that back to football tonight chargers and chiefs twitter is going to be a um appointment play. well i'm there all the time anyways yeah. but i have a feeling tonight that um, a good percentage of the population who loves the game of football has no idea what's about to happen when they turn on their tv at seven o'clock and where the hell's the damn game? Well, let's see. It's not on NFL
2: Network. It's there in the past. Well, who got the rights issue? Was it Fox? Oh, let's go to 17. No. 13's got it. NBC's oh, yeah. got it. Uh, maybe KCCI. Yeah. ESPN? Oh, yeah.
1: you 9, try Thursday? 206. All right, right. Try all those. Is it on the deuce? <laughs> 219? No, it's not. It's online. And I, I'm telling you, Trent, it's going to blow up tonight. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Oh, absolutely. We have been talking about this for, well,
2: years as it's trended towards this point. And I'd hoped it never got here. But here we are. And this is the reality of the situation. Now, you're set up. I think. You believe. Yes. Yes.
1: One of your sons helped you out. Uh, yeah, but Cindy's youngest was uh-huh. yeah, thirty-seven. <laughs> um, he was home last week from L.A. and he got me all set up. And all set up. Okay. Before he jumped on his plane last week, we did a trial run. Yep. And, uh, but that was last Saturday. You know Today the buttons to hit. I think so. It's HDMI one to HDMI two. Okay. So you got to change your input, and then all of the streaming services appear mm-hmm. miraculously. Don't Didn't go no to Netflix. It. No. No HBO it's Max. Not there. Nope. Nope. Uh, but it is on Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. So we'll see. I think I'm good. I think I'm going to get the game. And I'm anxious to actually hear Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet together.
2: I told you I watched a little bit of that uh-huh. preseason game. I walked away incredibly impressed. Now, it's Fred Godelli, who forever right. <laughs> right. has been Al Michaels' uh-huh. producer. It felt a lot like a Sunday night football game production-wise, mm-hmm. just the way that it looked. The score bug was really, really tight. I really like the view of it. Uh, the one cool thing. You know the little Amazon arrow? Yeah. They had 3rd and 5 in that little arrow. Oh, is that yeah. what they used? On the little, field when they had it? Arrow? Yep. Yeah, when okay. they had it transposed. It, it looked sharp. It really looked yep. good. Goodelli is as good as anybody in the mm-hmm. business. And there's a reason it's the number 1 show, what, now for the last 15 years. Forever. He is a big, big part of that. He is a great producer. And
1: Amazon got him to come over. Interesting. Yes. Well, and they got a big cast of characters, too. I mean, mm-hmm. the pregame, the halftime show. So we'll see. I'm anxious to watch it tonight. I wonder what time coverage starts. It's early. I mean, it's not like you get a twenty-minute break. So, 20 like, will they do a Monday night football type of thing? ESPN. What time do they come on? Five thirty or six? Yeah, I think at least
2: by six o'clock, and maybe even earlier, uh-huh. they're going to have stuff going on there. So you'll be able to flip it on and, and right away be ready to go. Our uh, we get this little TV in the front room, and we don't have like a direct TV box connected to. It. It's just a streamer to turn on Disney Plus or something right. for the kids for the kids yeah. when we're making dinner or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and I flipped it on the other night, and I noticed. Because we also have Amazon Prime there, right on the front page. When I turn on the TV, click here for Thursday night football. So it's, I mean, it's going to be right at the front. Supposedly very easy to find, Mm -hmm. but there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be. That Herpes? are unaware that the, what they're
1: what they're about to face here in uh, in hey nine honey hours. what's
2: our sign in for Amazon that oh, that thing that you got boxes every day coming to our dang house I actually need them you know for that once.
1: really is a good service you know what yes. I mean um, you order something it's there the very next day I mean even the most Monday Trent I ordered two headphone extenders yeah they delivered them to the house and, and they, I don't know what cost seven bucks right and here they are Just showing up at the next day running low on deodorant. Anything. It's there. Right.
2: The old days of having to go to CVS. Oh, my gosh.
1: Just order. It'll be there the next day. One of the good things, maybe, that came out of COVID, and it's not a very long list, (laughs) right? is the fact that we shop differently now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what their stock was worth prior to that, uh, but man, oh, man, there was a lot of people that took advantage of it.
2: Well, if you don't have Amazon Prime, because we're talking like everybody has it, that's not the case. Not everybody has Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. So what's a workaround? Well, there is a workaround for sports bars, and it's not... But not all of them, I don't think, right? Well, and it's not a sports bar that has to figure out, hey, how are we going to stream this and the capabilities, because that's difficult. We've talked about the nature of that. But, you know, our sponsors, Chicken Coop with Dave and his three locations, Fat Charlie's open now in Urbandale, mm-hmm. places like that. So if you have the Sunday ticket... And you have... Yeah, you have to have DirecTV in your sports bar. Right. And you've and you've purchased the Sunday ticket. Yes. You get this game on DirecTV. This is again only for So it's
1: it's it's a DirecTV business yes. account you have to have.
2: Absolutely. So i uh, reading an article here from Bloomberg and they say DirecTV for business customers that are subscribed to business entertainment and then there's a bunch of other things on there. Okay. We'll get it and it's on channel 9526
1: on DirecTV. So when for you, business. when you miss hit buttons on DirecTV. Yeah. I mean I sometimes I mean I don't know where I end up but yeah. Uh, it's not a channel. <laughs> it's not. But, so 9526, I wonder if I, I'm going to try it tonight.
2: Yeah, and see if it
1: pops just up. Just whatever message I get.
2: Right. But it is four sports bars that do have the four business plan. You will be able to watch the game, not have to worry about streaming it, uh-huh. just be able to watch it as part of of your business, Direct TV. Package. So
1: if you're a Chargers fan, if you're a Chiefs fan, and you um, get to that point and you realize I'm SOL and right. I want to watch this game, jump in the car. So Chicken Coop, there's three locations. Yep.
2: Up in Ankeny, you yep. guys got one over there
1: the Urbandale location,
2: and then West Des Moines. West Des Moines. Uh, and uh, also Fat, Fat Charlie's.
1: Charlie's, okay. And so that's old, the
2: new one you've been talking about? Yeah, just uh, off of Douglas, take the Douglas exit. You know there's that big truck stop there? Yep. And then down the hill uh, where there's a new come and go down there. It's so right it, so
1: west, road.
2: you turn west? You will be going, yes, yes, to the west. Gotcha. Off the interstate there.
1: Yep. Okay. Uh, So that's where Fat Charlie's is. So we know those four places have it. I assume if you have direct, if if you're a bar and you have direct TV, and feel free to, you know what? Why don't we do this? Um, We restaurant radio is one of the proudest accomplishments of my radio career. It was a great idea. It really well. It was we we pulled it off. Right. What we're talking about is when there was no sports. Remember (laughs) with the sports shutdown. Trent and I have two hours to kill, and we are not talented. We have zero depth. If there's no sports, we're in big trouble, and we were in big trouble. Yes, we were. So we invited restaurants to come on, and how are you going to try and get through this pandemic? So what we want to do today, if you're a sports bar, and you've got the game, and you know you have the game, reach out to the Miller & Condon Twitter account and say, I'm... Joe Blow Sports in wherever in Altoona here. in Altoona, and we will pass that
2: information on. We absolutely we'll talk about it on the radio here. We'll mm-hmm. retweet it from Miller and Con in the Twitter account. Let you sports bars know that because there's going to be so many people tonight. Oh, I, right. I was just I, I was talking to my stepdad the other day. What do you mean? Yeah, it's not on NFL Network. Right. Well, it's always been on NFL. It's it's not on NFL. NFL. I'm trying to tell you.
1: Trent, uh, 25 minutes ago, I was on the phone with my with my my best friend, mm-hmm. uh, Louie. <laughs> He's my I, age. I love your conversations with Louis. <laughs> he had no idea. You know, then he fires with both fists. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is sick, um, and he just—he's got a live ticket. He had Seattle, and he's got them to the Chiefs—a two-team parlay—and he's got a pretty good one going. And he can't wait to watch it tonight. And you, you know, it's not on TV, right? right? Well, what do you mean it's not on TV? Anyway, it's going to be a lot of Louies out there yes. uh, here tonight. So if you are a sports bar again, uh, just reach out to the Miller and Condon Twitter account. Let us know. We'll pass it on. Uh, so sports from last night. Uh, let's do Iowa and Iowa State first. I know that um, uh, that uh, Kirk Ferentz had his press conference last night, or his radio show last yes. night. Yep. There's no calls in that anymore. I didn't realize that. They've taken that component away, They've huh? taken it away. Now, I know that the Cyclone Reaction Show, a couple of years ago, um, they switched to, if you have a question, text the show. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they go... Cold call to the phone lines, right? They don't get past the call screener, and I and um, I don't know if it was Doc or if it was Morehouse. One of them last night was tweeting they don't take calls on the show last night, so he really didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, pursuant to what's going to happen with, well, we know what's going to happen. We know Spencer Petras is going to trot out. Mm-hmm. So for both teams this weekend, right? It's about getting to conference play. I think there's more eyeballs. On the Iowa situation, just because of the quarterback, and the quarterback is the most important position in all of sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that there's anything to get alarmed about in Ames other than, you know what, get through this relatively injury-free, win the football game. If you have an opportunity to play to uh, test your depth, not test your depth, but get your depth uh, involved in the game, so be it, because next week here come the Baylor Bears. Uh, conversely, for the Hawkeyes, it's it's Spencer Petras, Show something. Something. Something to get the fan base and maybe even your teammates who, look, they're saying the right thing now. Mm -hmm. They're saying the right thing now. Um, But there's a teammate that's kind of letting this team down a little bit. So we've uh,
2: heard this week that both Keegan Johnson and Nico Regani are back practicing. Uh And at least of yesterday, it sounded like if one of the two was going to play it was Reganey,
1: and I got I took away from and I didn't listen to the show, but for one of the reporters that was following, I don't know, Lysikal or even Morehouse listens in now. <laughs> he they didn't get the sense that it's a, a, a given that Reganey will play this week. Well, they're I, close.
2: I've heard today that there's a chance both of them actually might be able to go. Now, what does that mean? Is it 10 snaps? A few plays? Yeah, 15 snaps, Mm -hmm. something like that. I would guess that's the likelihood, but not just Nico, which felt like it was a lot better chance than Keegan Johnson, but there's a possibility that both of them Mm. are able to make it a go. Think of this, though. And this is, you know, we talked about a lot of elements of the Ferris press conference, but um, Gavin Williams was talking earlier in the day. Got two carries, should have got the ball on the goal line, but that's a different conversation. He is, and Kirk mentioned this, He's much better out of the backfield as a pass catcher. And if Gavin Williams was healthy, they probably would have lined him up in the slot a couple mm-hmm. of times, done a couple of different mm-hmm. things. But they got the same part as a wide receiver.
1: Right. And that's a, it's not his best spot.
2: He is not Noah He no, He's no. not that kind of athletic right. tight end. He right. is not a freak. He's not Dallas Clark. Uh-huh. He is a nice inline tight end, mm-hmm. but he's not a ridiculous nature and he's playing wide receiver. And just how much more that offense can open up doing those types Kittle of Kittle could do that. Kittle could do that. Right. Right. That's he still not does similar. that. Yes, he does
1: when he's healthy. Right, that's another thing, right? Oh, that's a rarity too. Mm-hmm.
2: So, how much does that? He's his help?
1: own worst enemy, though. He really yeah. is the way he plays. How much does that help the offense? Oh, having real significantly wide receivers? and let Laporta be Laporta, right? In his regular spot, it helps a ton. It helps a ton. This defense is brutal for yeah. Nevada. They're they're awful. Trent. It's 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 as bad as the Hawks are going to see. Yes. last year, this year, oh, maybe right. next yeah. year. Yeah.
2: They they are that bad. Mm-hmm. They don't smooth the football though, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but they're going up against pretty salty defense in their own right. But you know, I was one pass play away from being zero two. They're was an there overthrow, too. an over four away from being zero two right now. It was there, and all of a sudden they get a cheapy. They get a short field. I'm not even allowing myself to go down
1: that path. It's ten three in the middle of the second quarter, Ooh, baby. Yeah, well, if it is, then that's, it's going to be brutal. But yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be because this is an awful football team uh, that's coming to Iowa City.
2: Speaking of uh, Iowa State taking on Ohio, Ohio, a pretty big upset! In fact, I was on Florida Atlantic. I'd like some things in their first game of the year, and Ohio won that mm-hmm. one. Got blown out by Penn State. Mm-hmm. Okay, big deal. Yeah, they uh, they got Curtis Rourke though. His older brother was a quarterback there, seemingly forever, and this, the late Solage teams and, and the transition that they've gone through. He's been pretty good this year, thrown for four sixty four, four touchdowns, no picks. So he's a guy that at least is okay. But you don't think there's going to be a whole no. lot of pushback from this Bobcat team? Go out
1: there. The, the thing that might worry me a little bit if you're if you're investing in Iowa State this weekend is you're coming off a pretty emotional game, mm-hmm. right, against your in-state rival. And Baylor, the defending Big Twelve champions, next week as you open up conference play. So, do you look ahead a little bit? I mean, is this a bit of a breather? Look, there's Iowa State's too talented to to let the game get away. Mm -hmm. But is it closer, maybe, than the point spread says it should be? Eh, I could buy that. I could see that. You know, if you're if you're betting, if 31-17, yeah, if you're betting on Ohio, I, I understand your logic. You would. Who would you rather bet,
2: Ohio or Nevada
1: this week? Ohio. You would. Yeah, for that reason. Iowa's Nevada's like, awful trend.
2: Can Iowa score twenty
1: three to well, cover the number? Their defense hasn't scored yet. And what a other though. than the safeties? I mean, we don't have a pick six, <laughs> right? Right, and no scoop and due. score, no scoop and score. They're almost due.
2: No special teams, no mm-hmm. punt return for a touchdown, anything like that. Mm-hmm. The point spread basically says with the over under, they expect Iowa to win thirty one to eight.
1: Yep. This team gets thirty one. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. But what I think it does, it says take the under again. That's where I'm leaning. Uh
2: And for a Bet Rivers contest, we're supposed to make a pick. I think that's where I'm leaning once again is going under in the Iowa game. I don't blame you.
1: It seems like it's free money. You hate to say that oh, because that's it's betting after Oh, isn't it? Oh, man, it is. Uh, twins last night. Let's quick real, real quick because <laughs> this is a fun race. Uh, and the White Sox and the Guardians have a makeup game this afternoon.
2: Yeah, it'll be Lance Lynn will get the ball for the Who's White Sox. has been really good lately, by he the has. way. He has. He's kind of bounced back after mm-hmm. a really rough stretch. Well, remember, you got a late start to the season. Mm-hmm. They got a—the uh, Guardians are going with a young guy, though. 2,400. Hunter Gattis made one start this year. That was against the Astros. Gave up eight earned. In three and a third.
1: Best team in the American League? The
2: Astros? Yeah. So, I don't know how much you want to read into that, but this is a guy that's getting the call up for the makeup game here. Mm-hmm. I uh, Well, you got to root for the White Sox today if you're a Twins I, fan. I absolutely do, and then the Twins get the five-gamer, but pitching staff's been good. Sonny Gray last night. He was He was excellent. great,
1: Trent. I watched. See, I missed the first inning, and they scored three runs in the first inning. The and then you just took. watched a lot of scoreless baseball last And then I that. watched a lot of scoreless baseball till the seventh or the, I don't know what it was, late in the game. Um... But there was never a doubt, there was never a point, maybe one kind of scare late in the game, they had a couple of runners on, uh, the Royals did, but never felt like, you know what, the, the Twins are going to blow this one. Mm-hmm. They're five out going into this weekend. That's what they are right now. Yeah. Uh, so they take the field tonight, let's say the White Sox and Lance Lynn get them, which I think they can. They get it to I would four. bet that they do. Then beat the Royals tonight, and into the weekend we go. You win four out of five, you're within a game.
2: You take three out of five, you only pick up a game, and you're still no. At you that need point. more than that. Three back. Yeah, you need more than that. They get the Royals after that, but the schedule down the stretch a lot of White Sox for them. It's mm-hmm. going to be a huge series for them. And how much am I going to
1: watch of it? Probably going to not... watch some, don't you? Uh, I don't. Well, you're working tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, where are you tomorrow, by the way? High school football.
2: i uh, going to be over at Waukee Northwest. Johnston comes to town. They got a new quarterback that uh, took over after the first game. Johnston fell in Game 1 to Cedar Falls 14-0. They made a quarterback change with a young man who is also a starting third baseman for the state championship team mm. as a freshman. So you think he can chuck it a little bit? Oh, he can chuck it. Yeah, he uh, He's firing the ball really well. So His this is a fair. freshman. Well, he's a sophomore now. Sophomore now, yep. right, because so- baseball last year. Yep. Right, 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 right. And he is playing at a high level. Ah. So it should be a fun one out there at Waukee Northwest. And So get used to this kid for the next three years exactly. by, in all likelihood?
1: Yes. How,
2: how big of a kid is he? Uh, he's he was big. I mean, seeing him on the baseball field last uh-huh. year, he was probably already 6'2", 180. Like, okay. He didn't look like a freshman. Has he got a, a chance to play at the next level? Get, uh, get... That's That's been the buzz, yeah. Okay. That he's, another, he's the next special kid coming through Johnston hmm. and that baseball program. But he can also play a little football, huh? Mm-hmm. Not too bad. So it should be a fun one. My first look at Waukee Northwest this season and my first time out there since their first game ever, a year ago, went out there for the first game last season. So excited to get back out. Yeah. You know, there were some kinks out there at the time. So see what they've updated over at Waukee Northwest.
1: Well, didn't uh, didn't Cernsey and Murph have the opening? No, they went their opening night. Maybe the second one. I think they've done a game from there earlier I this think year. You're right. Yep. I think they have. Anyways, you'll be there tomorrow night. You can hear the game on the Bull. Of course, Joe Stacey and company, uh, they have you covered for football Friday nights right here. They get underway tomorrow at, uh, at 6 o'clock. All right, a quick timeout. We're going to talk to. Our friend, by the way, the um, Amazon coverage starts tonight at six. At six, okay. got a text that goes at six o'clock. Amazon Prime Video. Uh, they'll have a post, uh, a pregame, a postgame, a uh, bunch of analysis. So stay right there if you're so inclined. Following the football game, hope it goes your way. Who do you like? Uh, I am leaning Kansas City. Are you?
2: Yeah, I'm going to lay the points. I think tonight with KC, it's four. It was three and a half, kind of bouncing around
1: right now. They don't have a kicker. Ah, uh, they'll be all right. Yeah, you I just go for two. They'll be fine. Well, you might go for two because the kid that they got, Matt Amendola is his name. Uh-huh. He was a Jet last year. Trent, he uh, does not have a big leg. He's, I think, well, let me get the stats in front of me. Last year he was two for five, 40 to 49, and over for 50 plus, plus for three. Uh, but he's good. He's good. Mm-hmm. 40 and in. like that. Hey, a
2: couple of uh, people have reached out to us, Sports page in Ankeny. Sure, you've maybe been there a time or two. Yes, I have. Throughout your years in Ankeny. Uh, they said they'll have the games on all the TVs tonight, and the TVs are synced together, so they'll run sound tonight at the sports page in Ankeny. Carl's Place in Des Moines. There's an old place I haven't been Carl's. in Carl's. Yeah. Isn't,
1: it's close by here, isn't it, it? It is. We know a bartender. He's on Twitter. He's, uh, he's got a lot of our uh, friends yes. in our circle. I don't think,
2: I've, well, I haven't been to Carl's, is and it I don't know Scott? How that sounds right. It's like socks and hawks, something like that. Is his Twitter? That's, it's, yes. it's, I think it is socks and hawks. Yes. I think you're right. And uh, yes, so Scott's Carl's has name. it. Yeah, yeah stop sure. in and say hi to Scott sometime.
1: And it's it's a uh, it's a dive bar. Right? I mean, but it's not. I'm it's not my kind of place. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not um, you know ridiculing the place by any means, but smirching it. It's that's what it is. That's what makes Carl's. Carl's. All right. So the sports page in Ankeny, Carl's has it again. If you uh, work at a sports bar, if you know you've got the game tonight, if you manage it, if you own one. Um, and you want to get the word out, we are doing it, and look it's not like we're going to call a sports page next week and say A, e, feed me, or B, buy advertising. Well... This, oh, no, come on. <laughs> alright, alright. Uh, this, uh, this is a... Um, we're happy to do it. Yes, absolutely. Because there's going to be a lot of folks that don't realize tonight mm-hmm. what's in store when they go to turn their TV on. What's in store for you if you're listening? NFL Conversation. Nick Athen on tonight's game. Dave Sinekin on Sunday night's game. Lee Sterling still to come. Miller and Condon underway on a Thursday. It's Des Moines Sports station 106.3 bets off
0: now back to miller and condon on 106.3 kxno here's ken
1: and trent hi welcome back miller and condon des moines sports station 106.3 kxno thursday night football tonight it's the Chiefs and the Chargers for my money, the best two teams in a very competitive AFC West. They will go at it tonight. Herbert versus Chargers. Nick Athen will be at Arrowhead covering the game tonight. And Nick joins us. Nick's Trent and Ken, thank you as always for coming on. Boy, this just has a feel. I get that it's week number two, but boy, this feels like it's a big, big spot tonight. Nick, how about that?
3: Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, it's a huge spot for the Chargers. It's a it's a huge part for the Chiefs to make a statement. after all worry about the team and Mahomes wasn't any good anymore, and you know, and the PFF ratings come out; he's the eighth best quarterback. I mean, it's just there's so <laughs> many weird things going on this week, and and the Chiefs have been prepared for this game. I assure you, more than one week, because they know how important it is, and and obviously with the Melanie Dawson situation kind of hovering over it, it uh-huh. just it just has a different feel. The whole thing's emotional and. And uh, I haven't been to Arrowhead in a while, so it's going to be exciting for me to be back there.
1: Uh, the, you mentioned the Len Dusters just real quick. The funeral's tomorrow, Nick.
3: Sure. Yes,
1: good stuff. Well, I mean, not good yeah, stuff, but stuff uh,
3: to the, open to the public. And uh, wow. you know, I don't know how many people are going to show up, but um, you know, for me, it was important to to pay honor to my friend, and the fact that I get a bonus uh, going to the game the night before is a, it's a win win.
2: Let's uh, get into the game and what we anticipate we're going to see. Starting on the Kansas City side, the utilization mm-hmm. of all those different running backs. You lose Tyreek Hill. Right. Well, here's Pacheco and a healthy Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah. We're going to do some different things, and we're going to maybe rely on those, not just running game, but running backs out of the backfield a whole lot more. Right. The evolution of the offense this year, I-, I was incredibly impressed. I'm sure you were as well.
3: Well, that's the Matt Nagy uh, presence uh, you know, in this offense. I mean, he... He knew they had some uh, some skill at running back, and they didn't have that one featured guy like they would with Kareem Hunt. But you know, now they have three guys or four guys. You know, Jones didn't dress last week. That that can do different things, and I, I think that's a that's going to be the that's going to be the the job this year. It's going to be running back by committee. It's not something we've, we're used to in an Andy Reid offense. Usually he has one or two guys, but you're going to see all three of those guys are going to touch the ball and just look at the way that they utilized them and when they needed to turn up yards Tanaka ran the fourth quarter when they needed to get some passes completed they had a layer. you know when they had some uh, some some up the gut runs you know they had McKinnon out there and he's a great pass blocker so you know they just can just have a good group cuz they just don't have that uh, you know that one that number one true back so they're going to get the most out of them and try and create a number one in a different way
1: uh, Nick, do you think that uh, with with Butker being out, and he's such a weapon, he's got such a strong leg, and the kid that's coming in to replace him, Amendola, really doesn't. I mean, he was 13-19 and 19 last year with the Jets, uh, two, two for five from forty between 40 and 49, and 0 for north of 50. So it's not a strong leg. Point being, and Trent mentioned this earlier, I think he might be on to something. Do you think that maybe this leads Andy Reid to either – you know, not necessarily going for two after a touchdown, but maybe when the situation says oh, it's field goal time here, maybe they keep Mahomes on the field more so tonight just because of the fact that this guy, he's not as trustworthy as Butker.
3: Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, you know, they've got Justin Reed, and he's been practicing kicking, you know, this this week leading up to the game because he knows he might, be, might get in as well. But, you know, I think if it's the end of the half and they're up by a bunch of points, you know, maybe they – they take a run at it, but I'm I'm with you. I think they're gonna they're definitely gonna you know look at that fourth and five or fourth and six or fourth and three, and uh, just go in and, and say okay, well, what's the best situation? we don't have that you know our number one kicker, we want to trust the new guy in front of the crowd and the air and the game on the line, a division game. So I think the Chiefs are going to be really aggressive on on all four downs. That makes a lot of sense. Herbert,
2: of course, is outstanding. He's been good against the Chiefs in many games. Uh, During this run from Kansas City, there are three losses at home in the division. have all came (laughs) at the hands of the Chargers. One spot that is interesting, Zion Johnson, the uh, rookie guard for the Chargers. He graded out really well last week. Well, it's going to be a step up this week. He's got Chris Jones. It's going to be lined up over him a whole (laughs) lot here. The defensive front, how important it is to get some kind of pressure in the face of Herbert
3: tonight? Well, they're going to have to collapse the pocket a little bit. I mean, they... You know, the Raiders, you know, had a little bit of success getting to him, not a whole lot, you know, not enough to really, uh, to, 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 to you know, look at what the, he does in the pocket. And Everett and is an incredible quarterback. And I think for Jones, you know, get your hands up like he did, you know, against the Cardinals. Frank Clark, I thought, played with a lot of energy. That was that was the most active I've seen Frank Clark in, in two years, you know. And Carl Aftis, you know, is going to have to make some plays. But the interior of that line, the chief, chief interior defensive line, I really hope they will bring Shelton up because I think they really need him as a defensive tackle. But Jones, you know, he's due for a monster stack game, and And I'd love to
1: see it tonight. Uh, Speaking of defense, uh, we know the Chargers have built, uh, uh, I think, maybe as good a defense as you're going to find. With Bosa on one side, Khalil Mack coming off the other side, Derwin James is an elite safety, and he's paid like it. J.C. Jackson, although it's not for sure he's going to play tonight, they gave him a lot of money uh, to bring him over. Uh, That's a really good defense that Mahomes and company are going up against tonight. Your thoughts on uh, what the offense of the Chiefs faces?
3: Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, I was not impressed with the tackles last week for Kansas City. Um, I didn't think they played particularly well in the pass protection. Um, you know, Mahomes was moving a lot. He was stepping up into the pocket. You know, they were great at run blocking, but they just didn't, they just didn't have that finish mentality. And tonight, you know, they're, they're got two of the best pass rushers in the National Football League and, and they're going to have to be on their A game. Uh, Mahomes can only do so much. And the last thing you want to do is get him injured. Um, so that this is a tough team. Just listen. The Chargers spent the offseason defensively. What do we got to do to beat the Chiefs? Uh, they already felt like they had the offense they could keep up. Obviously, they've shown that in the last few games against Kansas City. They can go toe-to-toe. It's the defense that has struggled. So, you know, the Chiefs' defense is better. It's not the same defense that San Diego's face. I'm sorry. I did it. I did. I'm sorry. That <laughs> Los Angeles faced last year. Um, but also, the Chargers' defense is better than the one the Chiefs faced. So, you know, listen, can the Chargers win tonight? Absolutely. But, you know, that defense, this is the toughest game at home for the Chiefs this year, and the second toughest game on the schedule is going to be at, at Los Angeles against the Chargers again later in the year. This, this is the team. These are the two guys, the two teams, they're going to be a top division. They're going to be fighting for the AFC West. They're going to be fighting for, you know, number one seed, number two seed in the AFC. There's no question
1: about it. Well, the Bills might have something to say about that, but I do agree with you on the Ah, AFC West. Bills,
3: Bills, Bills. I'm sorry to hear about
1: the Bills. Uh, ChiefsFocus.com. Nick's a partner there. Of course, he is the CEO. PrimetimeSportsTalk.com. PrimetimeSportsTalk.com. Nick, enjoy the game. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Nick Athen. Talk to you next week. All
3: right, guys. Thanks for having me on.
1: Good to talk to you. Let's go from the Chiefs. uh, From Thursday Night Football to Sunday Night Football, it's the Packers, and they're hosting the Chicago Bears. Dave Sinekin, Dave, before we get into uh, to, to the game itself, I noticed that the headcheese.com, has, uh, I, I click on it, I now end up at Zone Coverage, where you're writing and still following the Packers. Tell us about that new endeavor, Dave.
0: Oh, got- they do a really nice job in the state of Minnesota covering all the pro sports teams as well as the Green Bay Packers. They have a nice stable of, of writers and would-be writers and, and would-be journalists that love their teams. and. They asked if I would uh, rebrand my head cheese on their site, so I thought I'd give it a try. I really like the work they're doing, and uh gives, I think, a chance for my stuff to be more widely read and for some of these other guys who are writing about the pack uh, for my audience to find them as well. So uh, I'm enjoying it, and... Um, Hopefully it'll go on for a while, but so far so good. You know, I I, I sense, Dave,
1: and correct me if I'm wrong, I sense kind of uh, more of an edge <laughs> over his own cover. I mean, I love the piece you wrote uh, that's uh, that's up there now. Uh, I thought it was really well done. Um, did you, did you, have you changed your style? Maybe, I don't know, spread your wings a little bit?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's challenged me a little bit to be a bit more creative. But yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've diverged from the usual previews and reviews at times of the past when uh, when I felt the the spirit move me, but I think I'll do a little bit more of that. I, uh, you know, I was a, a journalist growing up, and that was my, uh, you know, I was a print guy to start out before I found radio, and it, it's kind of fun to go back to that. It's sort of as a hobby to, to you know, just write about things I like to write about.
1: No, you did a great job, and I'm sorry, Trent. Go ahead. Thanks. No, no problem at Thank all. You. Good
2: stuff, Dave. I'll always love your work, and even if it is about those stinking Packers, <laughs> let's get into this team. And uh, of course, early on, a chance to tie it up. The Christian Watson Ooh. drop the look that Rodgers gave him we know that he expects a lot rookie was receiver if anybody's going to be a star though out of this group you feel it's going to be him what do you think this week has been like and the coddling or the kick in the butt what do you think the the work was this week from Rodgers working with with Watson
0: yeah it's a great question it was an unbelievable play call first play of the season to go deep to a kid who missed the entire preseason with a knee injury hmm. and um, i just can't imagine what his heart was doing in his chest as he torched Patrick Peterson and saw a pass coming his way from the hall of fame quarterback. Uh, I'd be going, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. But, um, you know, he's, he stayed in there. Uh, they gave a, a couple easy looks later to sort of get his feet under him. I think Rogers, at least as far as the two drafted guys, uh, Watson and Dobbs was very, uh, I think complimentary this week and understanding that, Hey, they're doing everything right. they, they want to learn. They're good teammates. They love this game. They're talented. And, and they're going to get better, and the opportunities are going to be there. So I think it's more of the, the coddling uh, Aaron Rodgers with those guys. He knows he needs them. He also knows he needs Alan Lazard back. Mm-hmm. Um, what we knew this offense would be a work in progress, especially with the tackles missing, and they'll get better as the season goes on. What What really bothered me and surprised me was what a no-show the defense was. Not the entire game, but just the miscommunication, the indecision, the, just the, the inability to cover number 18 in the first half. I did not see that coming at all.
1: Uh, and Jair Alexander wanted to follow 18 all over the field and wasn't given that opportunity. Uh, I'm guessing when they meet again at Lambeau Field, um, we can expect to, to see something different there?
0: Well, the, the Bears don't, the, my apologies, Trent, the Bears don't provide, you know, that kind of uh, need to really watch Darnell Moody, you know, from start to finish with Jair Alexander. But I just think, you know, for that, the vaunted secondary that I, I have such high hopes for to, to look so lost out there and, mm-hmm. and, and to play so passively, I just, I question a little bit Joe Barry's strategy here, playing a lot of zone defense with corners that really last year, in uh, Stokes and Douglas and, and in, in place of Jair showed how very good they were in man press coverage up at the line. That was their strength. They did not play that way. You can't always play that way. But um, they, they did not take advantage, I think, of the abilities they had against that offense. And, i got to wait a long time till the January 1st rematch, but wow. I expect Green Bay's defense to learn from its mistakes and get better.
2: Well, Nathaniel Hackett became a part of NFL Lexicon on Monday
1: oh night. Oh, my God. Was he that bad when he was in Green Bay? <laughs> my God.
2: What can you tell us, though, about the new offensive coordinator? Of course, just seven points on the board. Adam Stenovich, this is a little bit different system. This is not an offensive coordinator doing it all here with what Green Bay does, obviously, with the coaching staff there. But a game in, Stenovich uh, frustrations?
0: I I don't understand what the thinking was last week in not giving Aaron Jones the football. Eight touches. Yeah. You know, Green Bay is undefeated when Jones and Dillon have at least twenty five touches, and that should be mandatory, especially early on this season. No Lazard, Tunyon just coming back from the ACL, rookie receivers still trying to find their footing. I don't know how you don't get Aaron Jones more involved in this offense. I don't know if that's all on it. I mean Matt LeFleur still has a huge imprint and calls the plays just as he's done when Hackett was his offensive coordinator. So I just all around just have my myself scratching my head at what the game plan was. The only real silver lining was the special teams didn't completely implode, seemed to understand what they were doing, didn't give up any big returns, and that was my biggest concern heading into this season. But, again, I think the offense will work itself out. We were scratching our heads after week one. Last year when they scored three points against the Saints, I don't think we'll have too much to worry about this offense. But it's got to go as far as Aaron Jones and and A.J. Dillon carries them. And once they get more settled up front with the offensive line and and get the guys they want in there, I think you'll see uh, 33-28 and being the feature of this offense all season long. Uh,
1: so let's talk about uh, the, the Lazard and, of course, the two tackles, Bakhtiari and uh, Jenkins. Uh, any chance either, any of the trio play on Sunday night?
0: Yeah, I think we'll know a lot more after today. Um, there was video out yesterday that showed Bakhtiari with a little hitch in his giddy-up still, kind of limping. It was It was rather demoralizing to see. Uh, Lazard was out there practicing, uh, mostly limited, but he got out in some team drills. It sounds like he might be trending toward playing in this one. Um, And and Jenkins, I think, might be closer than Bakhtiari, but I don't think think either tackle plays in this game Sunday night. I think if they could get at least one back for the Buccaneers game next week, that's something to shoot for. Uh, But they're going to be really careful with those two guys. We know the end game is to be as healthy as you can in January. I don't think anybody... Doubts that Green Bay will be a playoff team regardless of how they struggle uh, throughout the season. Uh, Lazar is key, though. There's just, there needs to be a red zone, third down guy that Rodgers can depend on. I mean, frankly, he was bad Sunday. He did not have a good game. And whether that's the lack of preseason reps, the lack of uh, weapons he trusts, whatever it might be, uh, he needs to get some of the guys back that he feels comfortable with. And I think right now I, I guess Lazar has a good chance to play. But uh, we'll, we'll obviously know much more after practice today and tomorrow.
2: Aaron Rodgers, 22-5 and five against the Bears all-time. 61 touchdowns against oh just gosh. 10 interceptions. He's won six straight, 10 of 11. It has been domination. But does anything concern you, or is it just more of the same Sunday night?
0: <laughs> well, I've been at Lambeau Field in the last 10 years when the Bears beat Green Bay. So I take absolutely nothing for granted. But, no, I, I, I don't think the Chicago team is ready for prime time. I still think they're a four or five win operation when all is said and done i understand the draft class got high marks in week one they're happy with how they perform but i think that game and that flop against that team with a quarterback making his first start doesn't tell you a whole lot we know their defense is tough we know rogers really um loves roquan smith and, and appreciative of, of his talent and, and there's some talent on that side of the ball obviously but i just feel like that offense is going to be hard pressed uh Put a lot of points on the board against the Green Bay defense that's licking its wounds. It, mm-hmm. it feels like a low-scoring, you know, twenty to ten kind of a Sunday night game at Lambeau to me.
1: Uh, we got fifteen seconds left. Just back to Sunday. Did you see anything? Certainly, the Vikings' offense looked different, at least to me. Uh, I came in on Monday, thought, yeah, we well, might be seeing the beginning of the changing of the guard at the NFC North. Uh, I think the race is going to be closer than it has been the last couple of years. Your thoughts on what you saw from the Vikings?
0: Yeah, I thought they were a lot more ready and prepared than I thought they would be for two new systems and, and not having played in the preseason at all. That's to their credit. They came out. But that game's kind of like their Super Bowl. Let's see how they bounce back Monday night. They're also paper-thin depth-wise, especially on defense. And if they if they get an injury up front in the front seven, they don't have much behind any of those guys. But, yeah, I think uh, for Viking fans, they should be cautiously optimistic. That's not something they like to do. They're going crazy right now,
1: but certainly after
0: week one you got to feel good about the guys you have in charge. They seem to have that point in the right way.
1: Uh, the Pied Piper from 9 to <laughs> noon, I guess, is stirring them up. <laughs> Paul Close Allen. Up. Uh, great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Dave Sinekin. ZoneCoverage.com. ZoneCoverage.com, where you can read Dave Sinekin about his Packers and all the uh, – uh, you said most of the other
0: Minnesota pro sports, Dave? Yeah, all, uh, there's buttons for every single uh, Minnesota pro sports team and then one for the Packers as well.
1: Good stuff. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate you coming on. Talk to you in a week's time. My pleasure, guys. Talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Dave Sinekin, zonecoverage.com. Timeout, Lee Sterling next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. points ride. Right. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3K, And We take you until noon. Stephen M. Sipple. Uh, coming up to on Nebraska, kicks off Hour 2, then David Kaplan will head to the Windy City. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com, he's back with us. A winning week for Lee last week. has got another five games, including tonight's To opine on How are you?
4: I'm good. I'm actually headed to the Miami-Texas A&M game at College Station. So, uh, well, one never, never seen a game in College Station, and hopefully my Canes can come out uh, with an upset win.
2: That should be a fun one there. Fun one down on the plains. An orange out. Auburn welcomes in Penn State. Game. Nittany Lions favored by three.
4: Yeah, I'm excited to see what an orange out looks. Seen a lot of white (laughs) (laughs) outs. Orange out should be fun. Um, I have some concerns, real concerns about this Auburn team. They've been. Uh, in two pillow fights so far against Mercer, who I always seem to forget has a football team <laughs> in San Jose State. Um, I think I had Penn State's defense figured out. You have to throw the ball really well, and I'm talking about like Purdue or Ohio State on the, that level, or have a real strong running game like Michigan State did last year with Kenneth Walker. Otherwise, you're probably not going to score above 24 points. So just think that Sean Clifford is coming around here, and then on the other side – Auburn quarterback T.J. Finley, he looks pedestrian, and the offense, 57th rushing offense against nobodies this year, for Auburn here. Penn State 13 and seven is a road favorite the last 20. I like Penn State on the road 28-20.
1: Well, speaking of road favorites, Oklahoma is one of those squads. They take on Nebraska, of course, a new coach, new regime. What is that going to do? Oklahoma, kind of a weird number, 11 and a half where it sits right now, Lee.
4: Uh, if nebraska was to win this game i think their fans would be out of their minds um not just beating oklahoma because scott frost is gone so i uh, defense is their problem it's not offense offense texas transfer casey thompson looks great uh or at least much better than what they've had the last couple of years of running back anthony grant from the jc ranks uh a nice fit and upgrade there Defense has been horrendous, but defense is about emotion, and the crowd's going to be behind them. They actually did a good job last year. They lost twenty-three to sixteen on the road to Oklahoma. Here, um, I, I think the home crowd's going to be the difference here. Uh, just like Texas kept them in the game. I think Oklahoma wins thirty-five thirty, but Nebraska covers.
2: Take the points with the huskers Game number three, we go in state. Iowa State after the win against Iowa, ending the six-game losing streak. They get the Bobcats of Ohio coming in. Big number here, seventeen and a half. I guess the question is, do you see a letdown?
4: I think there there could be a chance for that. Great win last week for the Cyclones, but the defense is still pretty untested, <laughs> uh, and they have Baylor up on deck yeah. with revenge for last year's thirty-one to twenty-nine loss. So uh, Ohio's quarterback Rourke. Um, can run, can uh, throw on the run, make things happen. Four touchdowns uh in his last game, and and just think that this offense isn't explosive enough to lay seventeen and a half points. And how about this: that Ohio hasn't had a losing record as a road dog since two thousand and fourteen. They're ten and five in that setting. I think Iowa State wins 38-24, but the Bobcats cover.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Let's yep. go to the NFL on Monday night. Good one here. Eagles are just a slight favorite, a point, point and a half over the Vikings who beat the Green Bay Packers in week one.
4: Yeah, and I love what Minnesota did. They were laying low all preseason. New head coach Kevin O'Connell sprung some incredible never-seen-before uh, formations that they've shown and some new plays. The Green Bay defensive players in the interviews after the game, it looked like they were shell-shocked. Um, but Philadelphia will adjust. Uh, and then on offense, they do that ground and pound. They have one of the best offensive lines. Gained over 200 yards last week. Jalen Hurts was teaming up with A.J. Brown like they've been together for years. I like Philly. Twenty-seven
2: twenty. Philly at home on Monday night and another loss for Cousins in prime time. We wrap things up with tonight. It is the Kansas City Chiefs, their home opener at Arrowhead against the Chargers. Divisional matchup should be a fun one. What do you see?
4: Yeah, the Chargers held Derek Carr um, to a passer rating of 69, sacked him five times, uh, picked him off three times. But the Chiefs are going to be a much better test uh, for this Chargers defense here. Who's going to be without? it Looks like J.C. Jackson possibly again here, and and for the offense, I mean, Keenan Allen. He was targeted 22 times with 14 catches in the two games last year. He's going to be out for this game. They still have woes. Third and short, fourth and short to the Chargers here. Um, Chiefs are rolling right now. I like the Chiefs 31-21.
1: All right, your game of the week is its an interesting one. It's uh, Michigan State <laughs> and Washington. Uh, game is out west, Washington, of course, with Michael Penix, who knows yep. Michigan State very well after his years in Indiana. Uh, it's three and a half. If the folks want more information about this game, Lee, how do they find you?
4: We will give them this game for free. Just call 800-400-9741. Again, 800 800-400- 400 nine seven four one uh... hand you this game for free and this is the promotion this week that i get more calls texts and emails it's called the baker's doesn't you don't have to sign up for the month or a season you're going to get thirteen selections from saturday morning to sunday night just ninety seven dollars and also as soon as you purchase it window pops open with all thirteen games so you don't have to call back saturday morning or sunday morning so Love to have you aboard. We've had uh, some 12-1, 11-2, 10-3 records on these Baker's Dozens. So how do you get it? ParamountSports.com or call us here at the office, 800-400-9741. Talk to you next week, Lee. Thank you. Oh, thanks, guys.
1: Thank you. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. That's the uh, primetime night game on ABC. Mm. We won't see a lot of it. The double dip. Probably so, right? Back and forth. Yep. All right, hour number two. We will kick it off. Stephen M. Sippel on Nebraska in the week that they've had. Then Cappy will head to Chicago. Centuring Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. Hour two, Miller & Condon, 106.3 KXN.